like to introduce my uh, starting quarterback from this past season, Tom Brady. Hey, we need a big championship drive. That's what we need. Gotta start competing, huh? Start playing with the fire all of us. Hey! Come on now, fellas! I just remember being there with my mom and dad. Sorry about that. Anyone who's struggling early in the morning or late at night in pursuit of your dream, keep going. Because we'll always find the way. Let's let them hear it all the way down to Atlanta. We're still here! We're still here! We're still here! I, mean, I did pliability this morning on my son whose leg was sore. I didn't hold to the ball in any way. Do you consider playing beyond 45? Yeah, definitely. I would definitely consider that. Which of the race do you like the best? The next one. The next one's the best. I'm so fucking inspired right now, Dave. <laughs> Mr. Motivation himself, Thomas R. Brady. Kudos to you. That. That was that's awesome. I came in, Dang said, "I got a new open for us," and there it is, folks. Well, in honor of that is fucking well done, dude. TV one nine nine himself. This is our one hundred and ninety ninth episode. And sure is. I'm sure we're gonna say it a bunch next week, but holy shit, this is our one hundred ninety ninth episode. And thank you so much for continuing to listen, continuing to uh, support our stupid little podcast that we do that has just a, I like to call it the cult following here and we appreciate it. Solid following. Yeah, it really does. And it blows our mind and we really appreciate that. And of course, because it is TV one, nine week, nine week. Wow. Let's try that again because it's TV one, nine, nine week, tough production meeting today. Believe me, we were just yelling at each other. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Um, because of that, all this week, and you know, we'll probably go all the way until next Thursday. You might as well. Uh, until the next show, we will have five dollars uh, off all TB one nine nine merchandise. So again, all TB one nine nine merchandise up until episode two hundred will be five dollars off. So all the uh, t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts. And by the way, Eli sent us this message today of a dude wearing the TB one nine nine sweatshirt at Fenway. The hoodie. It fucking looked awesome. It rocked. Yeah, it was like dude, white. And I red need to get or, that sweatshirt. Yeah, it was fucking dope. It looked yeah. incredible. It looked super great. Yeah, yeah I was, that I was like holy shit. Coriana, that is your best job. Your best work. I mean, every shirt's great. I love the don't be a. I love the be a Tim, Timmy not a Tuka shirt. Yeah, it's so good. Is that available long sleeve? I gotta. It is. Okay. Yeah. I it is go, available. I gotta, I gotta get one. I haven't got one. Yeah, yet. it's so great. Um. And I'm not sure that was up the last time we had a show. So, yeah, that is new. That is a new shirt up. So if you have not seen it and you don't listen to the show regularly uh, and mostly the podcast, yes, we have the Be A Timmy, Not A Tuka shirt now up in Bruins colors. It looks awesome, too. <laughs> it does look really good. Yeah. But Corianna Cody does a great job. You can find her on Twitter, Instagram. She is a wonderful artist, and we can't thank her enough for all the work she's done. Uh, so, again, right now, Shaft shirts available, BSP shirts available, the Be a Timmy, Not a Tuka shirt is available, all the Bearhawks gear, the Russian 
or the Soviet Nyesin shirt that still boggles people's minds when I'm in stores when I'm wearing my sweatshirt. <laughs> Every time I wear mine, it's mine, great. Like, what the Because I'm like, probably the furthest thing from what that sweatshirt represents in many ways. But now, of course, uh, also the TV199 uh, gear, I should mention, and all of it is $5 off for another week. So check that out, all the TV199 gear. So happy TB199 week here on the on the on the uh, Bridge Trank podcast. It's a big fucking week, thanks. Mm-hmm. Big week. Big big, one, big 199 week. Fucking week. The greatest athlete of all time, Thomas Ronald Reagan Brady. I swear to god, man, 20 years ago, not even 20 years ago, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, everyone thought at this point Tom Brady would be like in Congress. No, he's still winning Super Bowls at 43 years old in the NFL, the toughest league to play in in the world. Yeah, dude's still the best, man. Yeah. He fucking dominated last year. Well, at least when it mattered, so. Right. And, and he's a mystical being. I mean, that's the thing. I know people laugh and don't take me seriously when I say they may deal with the devil, but something's up. It's not completely fucking natural. I mean, there's so many fucked up things. First of all, the luck is insane. I mean, the, the Brady luck is inexplicable other than having had some kind of mystical deal going on with something. You can't always get the fucking break that wins you the game, right? I mean, the tuck rule, fucking D Ford, fucking, I mean, a million things. I can remember a million regular season games. You guys are playing the Giants in Giants Stadium, and fucking Brady threw up a prayer to the 50-yard Landon Collins. <laughs> Landon Collins bounced no off No one his around face. him. No one around him. You guys are about to lose. Fucking, he just fucking drops it, and then you guys go down and score a touchdown. The offsides, and, and again, you ended up winning this game by a lot, but if you watch the game, you know you know what this call meant. It's a different game if that's not called. The Absolutely. fucking offsides the on that punt game? in the Tennessee yeah, game is call. one of the worst fucking horrible calls call. I've ever yeah. seen in an NFL game. And, and you know, I mean, the, yeah. the score didn't end up that close, but at that point in the game, the pads looked like shit. Tennessee was hanging in there. Mm. They were going to punt from, like, their own four or five-yard line. Tennessee was going to get the ball like, the 50. Sure. And the game just would have been different. Now, maybe you guys still would have won, but – it, it basically made it impossible. You guys take the fight. And then Brady always, anytime he got that break, he cashed it in with a touchdown. The fucking Packers game this year with the Bucs. And mean, honestly, Javier, it's a really good point, though, because that it shows you it shows you how many calls they get because he takes advantage of every single every one. one. Because other teams could get some calls. I mean, the Patriots got a ton of calls this year still because, again. Because I mean, of the Pats. Pay, because of the Pats. And yeah. they fucking no notice because they were so bad at most of the time. Right, so exactly. That's a good point. Brady is always. And the same with uh, turnovers, too. The same thing, right? So if you pick it up, Brady it was going to cash it. You give him every any time. opportunity, yeah. any second chance, whether it was legit or not. He was going to take take advantage of it. You were saying the Green Packers Bay. game yeah. this year. Fucking, yeah. you know, they fuck up. They give the ball. They Brady the ball at the fifty yard line with like three seconds left. He puts a fucking touchdown on them. Right. You know they have a bad. They, they call bad defense. The fucking corner bites and every time that motherfucker makes you pay. Every fucking time. And as a Jets fan and watching Brady just rip out my soul. And it wasn't even just with the Jets. It was literally anyone. I. It's like the LeBron thing. Like. As long as the Pats don't win, I've had a good year in the NFL. As long as LeBron doesn't win, like, I have an acceptable year in the NBA. Those are, like, really the two. There's really no one in Major League Baseball that's like that for me. There's no one in the in the, in, uh, the NHL that's really like that for me. I don't like it when Crosby wins, but they don't win that much, so it, it's kind of fine. But every fucking time, and I was thinking about this, too, like, with regards to Edelman. Uh, I don't know why Edelman popped in my head the other day. But, uh, you know, there's certain guys that you know are going to kill you. 
Mm-hmm. There's certain guys that you fucking know are going to beat you, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. You sit there, and you just take it, and you watch it. And obviously, Brady's the all-time king of that. Je- Edelman's like that, too, but you, yeah. need, you need Brady to be that. But I remember watching the fucking Falcons Super Bowl, man. Like, as soon as fucking... As soon as Hightower had the sack fumble on, on Matt Ryan, I turned to my friends. I was like, this game is fucking over. <laughs> and they all looked at me like I was insane. I'm like, this game is over. The Pats just won. There's no way they lose this game now. Fucking what happens? 28 to so, 3 turns into whatever it turned out, uh, turned into 31 20 or whatever it ended up being. It's fucking ridiculous every fucking time, Danks. And the Vinatieri's kicking 50 yard field yeah. goals through the fucking snow. I mean, mm-hmm. tuck rule. We found out a, the we, tuck rule. We found out a bro- about a rule that fucking no one knew about. Right, exactly. They later yeah. changed. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's just fucking rightfully changed. Terrible right. rule. And then yeah. all the lore with the cheating with yeah, Belichick sure. and Spygate and the, yeah. obviously Brady's own Deflategate, which I think most same people are like whatever on, but it's all still part of the fucking story. And but it's whatever. But at the same time, because it was Tom Brady. It was NBC Nightly News. It I was know. right, like Dateline. Like Deshaun's got just, twenty-two women accusing him of rape, right, and no, no one gives fucking a shit. Talking about it, but Brady might have inflated a couple fucking footballs, and Dateline's leading. Oh, with it was it. unbelievable! It's almost made it to the goddamn Supreme Court, which Dude, was embarrassing, but it almost did. Like you listen, like I'd put on like satellite radio and like be listening yeah. like the fucking like Ozzy's Boneyard. They'd be like, "Fuck, the Brady thing's crazy, huh?" <laughs> like, fuck, it was like everywhere. You couldn't avoid it. I will say this, Javier. I am. So glad I was not on the air for those two years. That oh, was, it was the fucking saving brutal. grace. I don't know how you guys did it. The one thing it, that was I couldn't fun, listen though, to sports was radio. Watching, the time. watching Russ get so fucking oh, mad every <laughs> fucking day over it was hilarious. Like, <laughs> it was incredible. And then obviously, like you know, not to get too much into into deflate game, but sure. clearly the pants big part of but it. But clearly the pants were fucking doing something in their ridiculous statement. What on, are you like, talking about? The clarity Deflator meant so much. It made the, so much sense. The, the state, losing weight. The statement they put out, like the whole thing, right? It's just. So Brady's got, I mean, he's easily the most interesting athlete we've had maybe since, like, Muhammad Ali or something. Because mm-hmm. Brady's not, like, super dynamic off the field, but his, he's not. He's super awkward off the field and not, does, like, right. really weird things that are hilarious, like, where... And he's not, like, controversial right. off the field or anything, but his his domination no. on the field in that league, too, especially the NFL yeah. being the king of all kings of pro sports... It, you know, it's just watching him do it is fucking crazy. And like I said, I honestly believe, like, there's something else to it. Like, there's – I mean, look at the overperformance. Things like the second best guy of all time is four. Four. Like, I know. And he went – and been to four. I think the most trips is four, too. Yeah. Kelly's got four, obviously. Yeah. Montana went to four. <laughs> like He's been ten. Brady, and I think some positional players have been like five or six, but Brady's been a fucking ten as a quarterback. Yeah, he's won seven of them. That's fucking insane. And he now he's done it on two teams. Yeah. And he did it right away. And he did too. it in year one. He did one, it right away. In a new offense with a fucked yeah. up team where, you know, Bruce Arians, who no one thinks is a good coach, and he fucking takes him to a Super Bowl. Mm. That is fucking insane. Right. It's and insane. A fr- it, honestly, a, la- a laughable franchise. Not like the worst franchise, but one that no, all- people just always kind of just threw to the dog side. shit franchise. Right. Yeah. 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 Had one good run, really, in yeah. its entire career. Yeah. The and dungeon that's what years were pretty yeah, good. They were. And they fucking squeak out a Super Bowl yep. or whatever. That's great. Yep. But, I mean, that was it. I but they they never had a star quarterback. They. That started for them, right? You had Steve no, Young on the yeah. bench. Or, well, Steve Young played a little bit, but you never but had that. they were horrible, too, when right. he was playing, so sure. no one knew he was Like, Vinny good. was around, but they were never that They're good terrible. again with Vinny. And uh, Brad Johnson was a pretty good quarterback, okay. and they won a Super Bowl. But here you have Tom Brady picking you, picking Tampa, because all he does is look at the roster and the possibility of what that roster can do. Dude, that's to, why yeah. when I originally took, mm-hmm. 
uh, took Brady to go to it's Tampa. One of the greatest fucking calls of sports radio history. Regardless of that, I never would have thought it. Regardless, that, most people are like, he'll yep. never just, he'll never go to the box. I'm never like, thought you guys yeah, you are would. fucking nuts. Like, look at that roster, and and you know that's that's how he's. But that's wired, Brady. Right? You're right. Yeah. You're right. I never and I and in looking at it, we were all stupid because you're right. We should have just thought wins. Is, that's all that matters to Tom Brady. Tom Brady could play in fucking like Antarctica if that team was stacked with that wide receiving core and that offensive line or whatever. And people didn't even realize there. they were yeah. stacked. Because I would say like Brady's going to go Tampa because that team is loaded. But that team's not loaded. That team sucks. I'm like, go look at their roster. No, that team is roster. fucking loaded. Yeah. You know, so yeah, uh, roster goes, wasn't the problem for me. I just thought they were like I thought he'd want to play in L.A. Like, or yeah. maybe if like the Giants were going to make a play or you know whatever. That's sure. that's really what I thought, but. I mean, the only other team that really showed I mean, he him might intri- have gone to the 49ers if they had if they had made a move for him, maybe. But. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. But you know, the Chargers did. The Chargers would have been interesting too. Yeah. I think they're just the a Raiders little, did too. Yeah, I think the Chargers were just a little bit off. Yeah, the Raiders yeah. did too. They That's came true. out uh, publicly yeah. and said they'd give him a ton of money. So. Of course they would. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, just the fact that he's that he's just outperformed everybody by so much, and you know, I think Brady's like. I think his physical traits are a little underappreciated. Like the pinpoint accuracy, that's a physical ability. That's not that's not a system. That's not like being smart. That's being able to fucking put the ball on a dime every time, right? So I think that's a little underappreciated. But it's not like you watch Brady like, wow, this dude is just fucking oozing with talent. <laughs> no, know? man. Like no. So that's what also like he wasn't even like he'd even look good until like five years ago. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so that's the other part of it. Like this dude won so much, and he's not like out there with, like this. He's not like Mahomes goes and wins seven. Like okay, yeah, fuck it's Mahomes. Like yep. he's fucking running around, yep. fucking doing behind the back passes, fucking mm-hmm. you know off the back foot, eighty yards in the air. He goes and wins seven. You're like okay, all right, yeah. Brady. I mean, what the fuck, right? And and yeah, you had Belichick and all that. But honestly, we're gonna find out this year how much that really meant because. Now they went and rebuilt this team in Belichick's image. I still think their receivers absolutely fucking blow. But they go do that. They mm-hmm. still have Cam. They go with mac and cheese, whatever they end up doing. But we're going to find out because, you know, if the Pats are uh, this year, which they might be, and Brady's down there ripping off another fucking Super Bowl or an NFC Championship game. Because the other thing that never gets mentioned is Brady's been to, like, how many straight NFC or, you know, how many fucking championship games now? Like 15 or well, something? Well, I was going to say, if you have 10, I think it's, no, I think it's more than that. Because Probably more. Because they went yeah. from, they went from, from the, what did you guys go, like Jets, 12 straight or from something? From the Jets loss until Brady left New England. Until or that's the Tennessee. Or the final year, sorry. The, his Tom Brady's year. final year. Right, yeah. yeah. So you're talking about 2000. Like 12, I think. So like 2012 all the way to 2019. And then before that, you had, what, five, I think? So. What is it? yeah? It's crazy how I many. I mean, he's been, been to he's been to he's he's been to at least fifteen yes uh, conference championship games. So I mean, that's the other thing too, right? Is like there's no one even fucking close, stinks. I mean, there's nothing that even no. compares to it. It's nope. not even fucking remotely close. And I'm telling you, if the Pats never really fourteen, he's been in fourteen A's or excuse me, fourteen conference, conference championships. That's crazy. So and yep. if the Pats never really get back to that level. Um, you, you know, it's going to make Brady's lore even more insane. Because, I mean, you're talking about going to 14 fucking championship games. 14. Not only that. And that means you won 10 of them because you went to 10 Well, Super that's what Bowls. I mean. I mean, you, I mean, you went to 13 with New England, obviously the one with Tampa. But 10 and <laughs> ten and 4 in those games is a tremendous number. It's crazy. Yeah, that even is if a, you're 500, you're right. an all-time legend. Because you've been to yep. seven Super Bowls, right? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> Exactly. So it's just nuts. And honestly, the... 
How much he has everyone beat by is crazy. I mean, you start oh, looking he laps, at playoff. He's lapping the field. Right, playoff yeah. wins. And, again, you go to, like, championship games, because even guys like Montana and shit, he probably went to, like, seven or six, you know. I mean, I think he lost one or two of them. But you're talking about a, a fucking golf. And that 49ers team was was just like the Pats in that they had Bill Walsh. They were ahead of their time. They had all these great players. And even in some ways uh, more dominant because there wasn't a cap and they were fucking – they were cheating on the fucking, you know, uh, on some of the payment stuff and yep. everything. So, I mean, that 49ers team, we would argue from a talent perspective, is way more stacked than the Pats. Like, at a way bigger advantage than most teams uh, in the league uh, than the Pats do in a, in a cap era. And Brady's still fucking – look, and I used to make this argument all the time on the show. I think people are starting to maybe believe it now. But I would say, you know, many years, like, this team sucks in their 12-4. and four. <laughs> This team absolutely sucks in their twelve and four. And that look, that last team, Brady took twelve and four the last season he was here. That team was fucking horrendous, thanks. That team was terrible. Yeah, they were really bad. And they were fucking like twelve yeah. and four. I mean, yeah. And how many times did Brady do the team that lost to Denver, the championship game? That team was yeah, man, I went to that awful. I went to that Kansas City game. They had no business being in that game to win it at the end. And and they are right there. That team was horrible. Absolutely horrible. And Kansas City obviously goes and wins the Super Bowl. So I mean just it was amazing to see what that team looked like against the team that goes and wins the Super Bowl, and it ended up being a close game. Yeah, and it was like a slugfest. Again, right? you it was remember like Tom Brady just gutting things out, and and that was the year where he's throwing the ball in the dirt the entire season because he had no offensive line and no actually not really it just had no one open. Well, like, the old no line got receiver. hurt. The so line was, beat was up, bad, yeah. and he had no yeah, one to throw. It I shouldn't. I should basically never say other than like a one or two years. I should never blame the offensive line. Ever. There was that one year where they couldn't even fucking pass the ball against Miami in the final game of the season, and Tom Brady wills that team all the way to the AFC Championship. Should have won game. that game. Getting fucking murdered in that game. And they should have won. Fucking Guskowski killed him. <laughs> should have won that right. game. And I thought Gronk was going to get the two-pointer yeah. at the end, too. Yeah. And if he gets that, they win that game. That's oh, yeah, the thing, there's you know no I mean? time left. There's it, like 20 seconds, right? Well, I think that would have tied it, right? Yes, that would have tied. Oh, that's right. Sorry, but they, but they win right. that fucking game. There's no way. Yeah, that's they, the Super Bowl thing, you know where I mean? like the Atlanta game, like the, you knew right. that game going to overtime. You know who Atlanta that had game. no goddamn chance. And that's the thing. Brady's the all-time closer too. Like every time Brady had the ball late, I fucking knew you guys were going to win. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like it's. But I mean, that's the thing, though, Hob. That's the thing about Brady. He was. He was. He or he is. He's everything. He's the opener. He's the closer. Yeah. He's the guy in the middle of a game that can gut you to death or just pin right, just pinprick, pinpick, pinprick, pinprick. He has every I mean, he has every little skill. Sure, he's never gonna have the best arm. He's never gonna, you know, be the most accurate, though he was incredibly accurate at times and and really he's pretty when accurate. he needs to be. He, his short passing game That's is, true. Is I should say accurate. deep. I guess yeah. say he's just never gonna be a deep ball throw. That's a better yeah. way of putting it. And but he never had to be. Like he was never gonna be that mobile, but he was mobile enough to be able to move around in a pocket in his way, to to shuffle and, around and his and yeah. he just his eye, his his sight, his vision, like his best red zone quarterback of all time. No question. I right. Mean, all of these things. So it's just he, and he can't run. He's the best red zone right. quarterback of all time. He can't, he can't fucking run. move, yeah. though, every it's, time. It tells he, you how much you need a guy to run. Right. He can go one yard forward, though, if he needs to, every single time. Oh, and that's, oh, the QB Sneak thing, too. That's another thing yeah. with him. Like Everyone's guys, waiting for you guys it. Caught, you guys caught a team on fucking QB Sneak every time. Yeah. Go up the line quick and snap it. The team was never ready. <laughs> the team was never ready. 20 years, never ready for a fourth and one. What it was think, amazing to me. What do you think is the, the greatest sign that, this is there's way more supernatural in play. I can tell you mine. I think there's a couple things. A the luck. 
Just the on-field okay. luck. Yep. The yep. the on-field luck. I mean, it's like I've never seen it. Anything. And look, like, I, have you ever seen another athlete I, in any other sport have that kind of luck? No. And yeah. you know me. I've always given Brady his due. Absolutely. Always yeah, given him. This is not a knock on his due. This is just what I've it is. Always given yeah. his due. But the amount of luck, luck, luck man. The <laughs> amount of luck that Brady's had that had you know, and even small shit like. And I think some of it's earned over time, the calls and everything else. That's the kind of sure. luck yep. that you earn over time. But just the fucking pure luck, the D4 thing being offsides, like mm-hmm. the tuck rule, like so many things that you can point to. The fucking kickoff against Carolina. Oh, out of bounds, John Super Casey. Bowl. Like, yeah. you know, just like how many times the team just hand well, you wins, Javier, right? Well, the fucking tuck rule is Super Bowl one. Then, you know, John Casey and yeah, Super Bowl second two. One. Right. Philadelphia game is whatever. Like, Donovan McNabb, uh, McNabb fucking well, going yeah, out, right, going puking. out, getting hammered yeah. before the Super Bowl. That's like, heads. true. He really, yeah. he looked, Dinks, honestly, like a sober quarterback in that moment probably beat you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I mean, you think you think a quarterback that's not puking, that's hungover, doesn't fucking get them in the end zone? Especially with T.O. being like Superman that day. Like he was amazing. In that you game. almost needed a quarterback to fucking puke <laughs> on himself at the in the final drive, literally to win that game. He was so bad. So you even get that break. The other quarterbacks right. are fucking drunk. <laughs> so, anyways, the the luck, as you say, and then the uh, total decimation of every. I mean the. Watching the a- NFC South deteriorate to nothing immediately. Oh, when he goes to that. the one thing yeah. you thought about Tampa, him going to Tampa. Well, it's a tough division, though. It's the only thing, right? Got your breeze. You never know. Atlanta's up and down, but yeah. they could be real good on, you know, who knows on any given year. Mm-hmm. You got the Saints with Breeze, and then you have this Carolina team that's always pretty tough, right? So you kind of thought, and then you fucking, then it's one year in. Matt Rule's a joke. They got fucking Darnold now. <laughs> fucking the, the Saints are fucking going to start Jameis fucking Winston. The Falcons are a complete mess. Like, it took one year. The fucking AFC East was dog shit for 20 years. So I think, like, some of that circumstantial shit. The other part of the, and this, I guess, also goes to luck, but every fucking year for you guys, mm. especially in the two bookends and especially in the second part of the bookend where I'm especially suspicious of Brady, like, how Brady got so much better in the like the last ten years, <laughs> and how TB twelve, and then every fucking year got every year the team that had the one seed would fucking lose, mm-hmm. or like the right guy would get hurt right before you played them, and your fucking playoff path always ended up with like the easiest bullshit teams, <laughs> like there'd be crazy upsets, and you'd go play Tennessee or something. Like it was always. That way, like everything always suffered. The Steelers have like a two game lead with three to play. They'd fucking shit the bed, lose three straight. <laughs> like every single year, it always set up where you guys somehow got fucking home field. And every time you got home field, you went to the Super Bowl. Every fucking time. Other than I think Baltimore beat you once at home. And, you know, there were a couple exceptions to the rule. But every time you guys were the fucking one seed, or you'd be the two and the fucking one would lose. Or you'd be the two and you'd go to Kansas City and D4 would be offside. <laughs> like, just something every fucking yeah. time. The fucking punt, the muff punt that clearly hit Edelman's foot. The fucking no one that, you know, in that mm-hmm. Kansas City game that they got called the other way. Like, yeah. every review ever, ever went your way. No one's had a concussion in New England for 20 years. Like, all of this shit, right? So, in the path, that would always drive me nuts. Like, you guys would always somehow weasel your way into the one seed, and every fucking team that had a chance to beat would somehow, like, fall by the wayside, <laughs> and everyone would fall apart in the last fucking month of the season. You guys just fucking waltz in. It's crazy. Every fucking time. Mm. I was just going to say the player where he ran and every jet just allowed him to walk down the field. I yeah, thought well, that was the, the, the fuck I thought that? that was the craziest. Like, that was some Jedi like, Yoda shit Jets right fan, there, dude. Like, you've been waiting your whole life for that moment, <laughs> and they like, just all light fucking... Light him out, and they're all... <laughs> 
Ole! Like, really? You're right. That's one of the all-timers. Dude, that was one of the plays where you're like, what is happening here? It's like there's a force field around him or something. Right. Yeah. Like, way more egregious than the butt fumble ever was. Like, one of the clauses in his contract, mm-hmm. is Devil's like, you can't make it obvious. And Brady's like, oh, I'm kind of making it obvious right now. Right. Fuck it. Yeah. All four of those guys should have creamed him. He should have been, been dead. should have been the end of his career. Right, yeah. <laughs> no. Fucking wall sounds like a 15 yard game too. Right, like, they're like carrying him down. They like right, put him down. Right, too. like here you go, Tom. It was so fucking weird, man. I just remember that being like, what the hell is going on here? You're right. So that's a yeah, great example is. of the Brady magic. You're right. That's one of the fucking prime <laughs> that examples. Play, just that play. It's unreal. I don't know why I always think of that play, but that was no. Just, man, you're 100 so, right. It was so odd. And it's the Jets, the one team right. that should want to yeah. kill him more than yep. anybody. You know, mm-hmm. fucking here he goes, Mr. Brady. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, dude. Who is the guy that just? Absolutely hammered him in the preseason games. Saint, uh, it was a dude. He's dead now, right? Will Will, Will Smith. Will Smith. That's oh, that's right. He fucking died. I forgot. Yeah, someone that. shot him. I think mm-hmm. like a cart, like a road yeah, like rage some kind of road rage. Yeah, thing. it was right. like right after Joe McKnight or something. Or yeah, it was. That's like, true. In the right. same kind of fucked up. You know, general time frame. Yeah, um, that is fucked up. That's right. I forgot about that. But yeah, Tom Brady, man, crazy. So, yeah, the luck thing with Brady, it was just. It was it just, still is, and it was with everything. You know, it was calls in the game. It was the right guy would get hurt on the other team. You know, right before they played the Pats, it was like <laughs> every year the schedule. But fuck, the schedule's legit, right? They're playing they fucking. Suck. They're playing fucking the Chargers. They're gonna play Green Bay. You know, like fucking this, and then every year all those Got teams the were Steelers. just like you would know who's gonna have a shitty year that you weren't expecting by looking at the Pats schedule. Be like, oh, who's supposed to be good? Oh, here you go, Atlanta, week seven. They'll be horrible. Like, it's amazing. Every fucking year, that too. So just the the circumstantial luck, that's why I've always felt there's a higher power. It's not just that, like, he won all these games and there was all this luck, even, like, on the field and obviously winning and never fucking up and always coming through. And look at this shit that beat him. I mean, the fucking Tyree catch, right? I mean, Manningham and the other Super Bowl. Like, look at what it took to beat the Pats in these fucking Super Bowls, right? So, uh you know, the only Super Bowl... No, even the Philly one. Fucking Nick Foles comes out of fucking nowhere, rises up as Jesus Christ, and somehow wins the game. He's the worst quarterback in the fucking league. <laughs> it's true. So, like, three times out of ten, like, God got even. God's like, fuck you, I'm stepping in. <laughs> fucking incredible. It's just incredible, well, just Yeah, I mean, sometimes it takes an Eli. And know? like you said, I can't think of another player in another sport that has anything that remotely resembles No, there's that. nothing much like that. Like, Jeter yeah. had some of that, you know, and Jeter mm-hmm. was a great clutch player, and, mm-hmm. and I'll always respect Jeter. I know a lot of people don't, but I watched Jeter yeah, kick our why, ass. Why don't people respect him? I don't know, because they focus on what he couldn't do instead of what he could. So I mean, what? Look how long he was around and look how much success he had. He was the most clutch player, too. Right. He um, had, like, three seasons of playoff baseball. Right, and he like was, like, poop. Seasons. He was clutch like poop's clutch. Absolutely. Like, he was at yeah. that level of clutch, yeah. if not more so. So, all-time great player Ooh. with... It's kind of the Brady syndrome, Tanks. Like, all-time great player, but with not the flashiest skill set. Right. You know, like, he's kind of like the Brady of shortstops. Didn't have crazy range, you know, wasn't a flashy defender. Didn't have shitloads of power, but he just beat you to death every year because he'd always get the fucking hit when, you know, whenever the momentum was going. I remember, I think it was game two, we were playing the fucking Yankees. It was either game two or three, and, you know, it felt like we were kind of getting back in the series and Jeter let out the game of the home run and beat us like six to one. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was just, like. He that, ignited you. That was yeah. just him. Yep. You know, that's what he did. That was him all the fucking time. And. Even some of the mystical plays, like the tag that you think never happened at home plate against oh, sure. Oakland, yeah. Yeah. the you know the dive Jeremy in the Giambi. stands, the Jami yeah. play. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's fucking crazy shit, right? 
That's what makes you an all-time great player. You don't necessarily have to have. It's amazing, Avi. You're Ozzie talking Smith's about Smith's range. Well, you know? yeah, but you're talking about all these iconic plays. Yet Bruins fans keep telling me Tuca's one of the best. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. He's <laughs> fucking. He he's a perfect example of like the anti-Brady. Right there. <laughs> all the talent, none of the fucking yeah. magic, none mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, I mean Brady. It's 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 interesting. I think you look at what Tom has done, and and what's what's crazy, Avi, is it's not over. It's not over. That's like, the most fascinating thing. It's not even close to over. Right. Like, he could rip off three, four more Super Bowls. And honestly, he's going to be right there. I mean, t- Tampa, here's another thing, Hav. For the first time, I think, since the free agency era began, you have a team that's re-signed everyone. That's Literally, everybody is fucking back for Tampa. Right, everybody. Right. And again, more. again, right. again, like another thing never happens. Never happens. happens. <laughs> All kinds of guys say pay cuts and shit. Like, Larry right. Fournette's got, like, I got two years left in my career, but I'll right. take a they little less. They somehow brought all those guys back when we were like, oh, maybe they're going to franchise this and they'll have to get rid of this guy. Yeah, like, nope, everyone was back. Like, franchise right. Godwin, then they still bring back, like, they, Shaq Barrett and everybody else. They brought like, AB back. Exactly. Right. They brought literally everyone back. So, yeah, I mean, that's another good point where they have everybody back. That's another fucking, like, thing that only happens with yep. Brady. So, um, yeah, no, it's just fucking, it's just everything, man, all the time. It's just fucking nuts. And now you've got, like, football Camelot. And as good as, like, you said, you know, the, the Tampa call is, like, an all-time great call. Yeah. What will be the all-time greatest call is if what I initially laid out actually happens, where Brady goes down there, wins four Super Bowls, you have an entire generation of kids. Oh, that no one knows he played for only Tony. know Tom Brady yeah. is a Buccaneer. Is an all-time great Buccaneer. What if he wins four down there? I mean, what the fuck? And, and again, I don't think any conversation is ludicrous with Brady at this point. I, I mean, mean if he's he w- proven that it's not. Yes, if he wins four in a row down there, Javier, that's absolutely the case. Hell, the, I mean, there are kids that like think about Michael Jordan in Washington. It makes like, me sick. I guarantee I mean, you. People forget. I guarantee you Brady's playing for 10. Oh, I think so, too. I think he would love he to He wants 10. 10 rings. But I also think he just wants infinite rings. I think he just wants to play. I uh, agree. He, yeah. Because but, when he gets to 10, he'll want 12. Right. All I'm saying is, like, right now, I think his goal or whatever that mm-hmm. fires him up is, like, I got to get 10 rings, one for each sure. finger. And I think he looks at this year as absolutely another great opportunity. Yeah. And it, Who's better in the NFC? Yeah, I mean, they're right there with fucking, anyone. But, again, like, Green Bay, what are they right now? With fucking, what's their quarterback sure, situation? Sure, like the Rams, you right. know, great sure. defense. We'll see and we're going to see Stafford. Is. That's a great, that's a that's great, a great experiment. Yep. That's a great thing to see. Yep. We'll see what that ends up Arizona's looking like. been disappointing. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, exactly. But, you know, someone will, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting with yep. Dallas. Is. Oh, that, yeah, but their defense you still wonder about. Yeah, the defense isn't great. Uh, Bearhawks, uh, Fitzpatrick, sadly. They're, they're probably limited. I just yep. Tom Brady's not losing to Fitzpatrick in playoff no, games. <laughs> no, I mean, he's not losing to whatever Saint the Saints. Not losing James right. or fucking what? Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. So it, Atlanta will be interesting, but again, I just they don't think they have traded Julio and yeah. now they're worse. I mean, they, right. they drafted tight end and traded Julio, and you know, I mean, who doesn't think Tampa's already in the NFC Championship? They, they're certainly, you think, winning that division. Yeah, Vikings actually might be pretty good. Maybe. You know, again, again, like you said, maybe Kirk Cousins sucks. And then, you know, out west, I think the 49ers will be back. That's true. Be interesting to see who their quarterback is. Right. Jimmy stays healthy. But that whole division, whoever wins that division will be good. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that, you'll have to be good to fucking persevere in that division all year. So, like Seattle, LA, San Francisco, like those teams are all solid. But to your point, like honestly, on paper, it's probably Green Bay with Rodgers happy. Right. Or Tampa. Right. Or maybe if Green Bay's – if Rodgers is traded somewhere, that would probably be AFC, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Who who you would think, but, yep. you know. But oh. as it stands today, mm-hmm. let's just say Rodgers stays in Green Bay. It's those two teams on paper anyway right now. 
That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I really do think that's why, you know, I think you and I have talked about whether or not we think Brady will play till, he'll play till 50. And I, I think he will. I mean. If he's healthy, he will. That's yeah. what, Because I think you and Eli asked me that on the last podcast, you know, and, and that's why I always hesitate when people ask because honestly, like. I just don't think age matters to him. I don't. Yeah. I don't see any reason why he's not going to try. And again, the kind of shape he's in and the deal with the devil and all that shit. I mean, the dude mm-hmm. doesn't age, man. I mean right. Yeah, I just don't I don't think I don't think age matters to him. I don't think he looks at it as I'm forty four now. I think it looks at him as sorry, right, I feel pretty good. I think I can play another year. I think that's how he looks at it, and I think he doesn't really bull you know, I I don't think he's like, you know what, in three years I'll be done. I think he's like, you know, We'll, we'll keep he just, said he'd quit when he sucks. Right, he's right. Not and he, close does, to and he doesn't suck, right? He hasn't slowed down. Sucking. He's you know about to start his fourth year in his 40s. and or Look, how old is Breeze? How old is Breeze when he retired? Like 39 or something? He's 40, 40. or 41. Okay, 40, so he's 1,000 yeah. years older than Brady. Yep. Like, I don't totally expect, fell off the map. I don't expect Brady to look like Breeze has the last couple of years. Everyone falls off the map, Pav. Joe Montana fell off. Warren yeah. Moon probably lasted the longest. He was like forty two or forty three, and Randall, he kind of yep. Randall was real good late in his yep. career. I mean, Favre, Favre, how old was Favre? Favre, his last year was terrible, but yep. his next last year was the best year of his career. Yeah, he went to the NFC Championship game and was statistically the best year of his career. I think he had like thirty five touchdowns, like eight picks that year or something. He was or four picks or something. He was tremendous that year. Yeah, he was like thirty nine, I think that, that year. year. Yeah, yeah, so. And then he just got the shit beat out of him. But mm-hmm. in this NFL where you're not allowed to hit the quarterback that much and Brady's in incredible shape and he's doing pliability bullshit, and Brady takes hellacious hits every year and gets up. I mean, the dude is fucking unbelievably tough. You know, I think at some point, like, your bones are too brittle, maybe, but with what he's putting in his body, I mean, you know, you just never – I honestly believe Brady's going to live to be, like, 130 years old. Like, Brady might only be, like, 30 in, like – in, in actual aging years. <laughs> All right. That's about right, I'd say. So, yeah, I mean, again, you look at the body, you look at the, the pliability, you look at what he's done. I mean, he, right. he literally has de-aged himself. I bet so he's in better shape better. now than when he's 28. Yeah, I've always wondered that. Like, I bet you he's in better – he's definitely in better shape now than he was in college. Oh, no question. Yeah. Then he was on draft day. Sure. Yeah, but you had the youth, right, that, mm-hmm. that helps. So, Well, yeah, I mean, taking that out of it. But like, you, like, taking the age part of it, just right. talking about actual physical ability and what he does and his right. endurance. But if you say... Probably, he's probably the he probably has the best endurance in his life right now. I bet if you say that Brady's, like, aged like a 30-year-old, mm-hmm. that means he's easily playing until he's 50. Easily playing until he's 50. Yeah, yeah. because he's yeah. 43 or 4. He's yeah. 14 yeah, years. Yeah, if you put him at 30. 14 years behind. Right, you're talking about seven more years. Yeah. Six, I, mean, six, I guess six more years. Six more yeah. years in Brady years is like two. But again, that means 36, so it, he might be even younger. Well, that's 30. what I mean, but he won't <laughs> age to be 36 because it's not a one-for-one. One. It's less right. than a one-for-one, one. Sure. so he'd be like 33 so in again, human years. He could play to like 55. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Brady years and human years aren't the same what thing. What if he played 10 more years? I mean, again, it sounds ludicrous. But, of course it sounds ludicrous. But, I mean, you know, I'm not going to put it past him. Yeah. I'm not. And that's the thing. Like, that's the thing with the Pats. It will always fucking fascinate me that they – and now, obviously, Belichick fucking hated him, and so he couldn't see mm. what was in front of him. But if this motherfucker plays till he's 50 at a high level, you guys got rid of him fucking like eight, nine years too early. That is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you imagine that? And you did it because your fucking coach is a dick. Yeah, he was ready to move on. Yeah. 
So Couldn't and, handle the and, and again, that was Javi, you're ready to move on four years ago. That's what I'm saying. So if you moved on from Brady seven or eight years yeah. too early, Andy wanted so you moved on you wanted to move on from eleven, twelve years before he was done. Right. When they went to three Super Bowls after that. Fucking trust in the hoodie. Fucking two, genius. Three Super Bowls or two Super Bowls. I can't remember now. I think three Super Bowls, right? Three trips, two rings. After that's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Uh, we have a bunch of Tom Brady questions. So, from in other listeners. words, uh, an all-time great Hall of Fame career since. Yeah, yeah, his third. <laughs> it's, it's, right, exactly. <laughs> He's got the Marino career in the middle of it. Yeah. Although he went to two Super Bowls, at least, in the middle of it. All mm-hmm. uh, right, here we go. Uh, listener questions, Tom Brady style. How far away the fans are from the fucking field. What the fuck? Yeah. You see that? And those are, that's the lower bowl. That's a giant stadium. They're a good 100 yards from mm. the field. So it's a track? Yeah, huge track. Yeah. Like, big track. Where are they? Uh, that is a huge fucking stadium. I don't know. Oh, boy. Ooh, drunk, fat. Drunk Welshman. Drunk, fat. Dude from Wales. <laughs> I hope they're not in Turkey. Don't look at it. Well, maybe they are. Who knows? All right, anyways, here we go. Our buddy Ryan checking in. Hey, guys, do you think Brady has petitioned to wear 199 at all during his career? I love that question. Also, who do you think pushed to Flategate, uh, Brady or Belichick? I could see it being a scheme by Belichick and Brady who will do anything to win. Uh, I will answer that second question. It was clearly Brady. That's I don't all think Brady. Belichick had anything no, to Belichick do with that. Belichick was pissed. Bel- yes, as Javier said. Belichick, Belichick when this thing came out a week before the Super Bowl, yeah. he was ready to murder Tom Brady. He was you saw he was absolutely Actually, I livid. think that's what killed their relationship, honestly. May have been the, may have been the, the knife. Because yeah. I think Brady was, didn't – I don't think Brady appreciated at all how Belichick reacted to it publicly and kind of threw him under the bus, not only once early on, but then basically demanded that Brady drop the fucking appeal and get on with everything. He didn't take it to the highest – I think did Brady get denied? Brady dropped the appeal before he could be either approved or denied for the Supreme Court. He didn't take it to the no, he didn't. To the next That's level. when he, he ended at the, the level I think, before. I think yeah. Belichick told him to, and I think that that I think honestly that the the rift between Belichick and Brady, uh, you know, it was probably maybe had already been there, but I think that that really fucking damaged their relationship quite a bit. Well, again, I think just it was an ego issue with Belichick, yeah. and then it was also a team thing. This guy's no one's bigger than the team, right? And right. I, and I'm the star of this team yeah. as the coach, and this was this. Look what this turned into it was an absolute just shit show of a situation. Yeah. And Brady, you know, Brady wanted to take that thing as far as humanly possible to prove that it was bullshit. And Belichick was clearly done at some point, Javier, as we know. <laughs> and the thing with Brady, too, he's such a dick. He clearly... Don't forget, I mean, the following years when they tried to trade Brady. That's true. Yeah. That's what I mean. I yeah. think that that was – and Brady's such a dick because he clearly did that and he was going to fucking fight it that much to pretend that he didn't, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like – It's like he clearly well, did clearly it. Clearly something was happening. It's not like – he wasn't really ap- appealing the suspension. He was appealing, like, the fact that he was found guilty of that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like. Job. He clearly, like, yeah. obviously you fucking did that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, and also I think Belichick fucking got pissed. He was pissed early on. He got pissed and Brady dragged it out. And I think that that really created a rift. And I think it probably created a rift between Shaft and Brady, but that was mended quickly because I think Shaft reached out to Brady and was like, look, I'm sorry. I think, I think Shaft probably apologized to Brady uh, for basically siding with the NFL. That yeah, was bad, with the man. Owners. It was really bad early. But that that relationship was mended. That's obvious because Shaft was at the fucking yeah. Super Bowl and, like, texted Brady right after the the uh, NFC Championship game and all that shit. So I think there was a legitimate mending of fences between Shaft and Brady where, obviously, 
that never happened between uh, Belichick and Brady. I agree with you, my friend. What uh, was the first part of his question? Has he ever petitioned to wear one ninety nine? No, because I don't think I he don't can't think, wear a three. Well, and also I don't think Brady fucking appreciates the one nine nine thing. No, he doesn't. Like if he was really see, and that's the thing. Sometimes you wonder because he does have this massive chip, but sometimes again, I think it's like this mystical thing. If he really had the chip so embedded in him, wouldn't TB one TB twelve B TB one nine nine? Like, wouldn't that be his brand? Like, let the underdog in you come out. Like, no one believes in you? Fucking TB199. I was a 199th pick. Like, <laughs> if he was really as obsessed wearing his fucking combine shirt and shit every year at the draft being a fucking lunatic. Sometimes, like, there is, I guess, a limit to his lunacy. But honestly, I think if he's fully committed to his lunacy, he would have branded TB12 as TB199. Or maybe he wanted to and Guerrero was like, dude, that's too much. Like, it's not people are going to be like... Come you on, think you think give Gu- it a rest. you think Guerrero would ha- has that power, or do you think it's, I, I think Guerrero's think- the only person in the world that could tell Brady he's wrong and that Brady might listen? Yeah, to Yeah, no, I think I think Brady has like a or he told Gronk and Gronk's like, I- eh, dude, yeah. man. what are you doing, man? <laughs> Just fucking do twelve, yeah. bro. Yeah, twelve's way cooler, yeah. man. Let's go crush fucking beers. twelve, dude. Yeah, man. Brady's like, all right, man. I think he has like an inner thing with one nine nine, and then he likes to show the dra- like for the draft every year. But I don't think he has. I don't think he thinks about it as like his number per se on the field. I think it's more of like the number he needs to shed or the number he needs to prove is whatever. Right. right. Yeah, that's so why it's a little bit. Different. I'm just surprised yeah. his brand, not his mm-hmm. jersey I see number, but his yeah. brand wouldn't be. I think the brand is. I think it's just one nine nine. I understand it, but from a marketing perspective, get dirt nerdy here. From a marketing perspective, twelve is just the easiest. I agree. And, it you know, sounds. Fans it's and all Sounds better too, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying. There should, wonder, you know what? There should be a 199. There should be a 199 like offshoot brand, or like every house Brady buys, you should like petition the town to change like 199 whatever drive he's on. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> like 199 Sycamore Way. <laughs> 199 Derek Jeter Drive. That's right. Though he sold his house. I don't know where Brady's like. I, know. I don't know where Brady's at. Brady's got to like buy something for bastard. Our buddy Bubs. Who oh, is not Bubs. a Brady fan. Poor Bubs. Bubs has probably been affected as much personally by Brady as anyone in the world. That's probably true. Here is the question of all time. If Mo Lewis never happened to Bledsoe, does Brady get that in that season? Yes, because the deal with the devil. <laughs> there it you was going to happen. It was part of it. There you have it. This is probably Brady's concession, too. Like He's like, well, Drew's got to get hurt enough to not play the mm-hmm. rest of year, but not end his career and not be dead. Like, again, it was even the perfect injury for fucking... So, this is a lot like the Danny Ainge clearly would have taken Kevin Durant question, because that's what you get from the media, is that Danny Ainge was clearly going to take Kevin Durant. Right, yeah, so, I mean... Take it for what it's worth. I have no idea. I think it's destiny. I, think, I don't think there's any way Bledsoe wasn't going to get hurt. I was just going to say, I think the media would tell you that, well, you know, Brady would have got in that year anyways. No, he wouldn't have, unless so. Bledsoe played poorly, and that team right. was pretty good. Probably would have been, was pretty probably good. Probably went to the Super Bowl. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that they probably would have been decent with Bledsoe. Yeah. Maybe they don't go to the Super Bowl, but good enough to not pull him. Sure. You know? And when Bledsoe played very sparingly, which was that final game in the AFC Championship played game, he got him in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. But I honestly, even so, to talk about like the Brady Luck factor, even mm-hmm. that, he got the perfect injury where like, you know, Bledsoe, Bledsoe was died. out long <laughs> enough where Brady could take the fucking job. Yep. But, you know, Bledsoe was there to bail Brady's ass out when he got hurt. All right. Uh, Thomas checking in, and I would assume Thomas, who I is a, a younger listener, is probably named for Tom Brady. Just going to throw that out there. 
Here you go. Why does Javier idolize Tom Brady? Is it because he beats up on the Jets? Uh, what is you? Uh, what is your guy's favorite time uh, where the Tom Brady led Patriots beat the Jets? Nice. Never. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> the answer's fucking never. But my favorite Jets Pats game is obviously. I mean, we we definitely stole a Super Bowl from you guys that year when we beat you in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you guys would have won the Super Bowl that year. I'm pretty sure. So that's my favorite Jets patch moment. But I, I only recently love Brady. I only love Brady to make the Patriots look stupid. So the fact that um, I hated Brady, every I've hated every every fiber of my being, I've hated Brady my whole life. And then he went to Tampa, and since then, I've wanted nothing more than Tom Brady to make the Patriots look fucking as stupid as fucking possible. And to make Belichick into, like, a legit all-time fraud. And the way that happens is... Brady goes down there, rips Super Bowls. You guys don't make the playoffs. You're dog shit. One year, fucking mm-hmm. one year complete. We'll see what happens next year. But my whole purpose in life is to, is to see the Patriots fail and be miserable and for their fans to suffer. And nothing would make that come to fruition more than Brady going down the Tampa win like four Super Bowls. So I'm all about Tom Brady until uh, – and, and I hope he bludgeons you to death. I mean, I hope it's so, like, egregious. <laughs> And over the top overkill that it's that it becomes painful, and I will never feel sorry for the Patriots ever. You guys can go zero and sixteen for ten years straight, and I'm gonna hope and I will gonna pray to sports God that you go zero and sixteen for seventeen straight year. Like it will never die. My hate for the Patriots will never dwindle, even a little, no matter what. Matt New Hampshire checking in. Hey guys, great show. Uh, what is your Mount Rushmore of Tom Brady wide receivers slash tight ends? Well, I mean, it's got Gronk, Welker, Moss, Gronk, and Edelman. Yeah, that's probably it right there. I mean, yeah. That's not hard. I take I take Welker off, and I would put Troy Brown. Okay, yeah, just because they fan. won with him. Yeah, because they, they didn't won. win with Welker. Yeah, and it's not against. Well, I mean, listen, if Welker played in those years and won instead they of Troy won. Brown, I would have picked. Yeah. I would have picked Wes Welker. They, didn't, they did not win because you know. Yeah, it was not his fault. <laughs> so. Don't really blame him, but but yeah, as a yeah, fan, I, think that's what I could it is, see yeah. as a fan taking Brown over Welker. Yeah. I probably would too if I was a Pats fan. Yeah, I mean that's that is simple like choice yeah. has nothing to do with skill level or whatsoever. I mean, yeah. Wes well, Welker, what about Dion? Because I think Wes Welker gets forgotten a lot. Would I you think, take Branch over Wes? No, I, I was fan? not a big Dion Branch fan. I, Dion Branch was was very good at times. He was he, great I, in that Steelers he, game. He made yeah that Steelers game. I mean, yep. um, no, and it was not a knock. It was the was first just, fucking play of the right. game, too. It was like, Brady can't throw deep first play of the game. Fucking post a branch for a yeah. touchdown. I'll game. tell you where I lost. I soured over. on Deion Branch was when they brought him back. And I think there there was this idea that he was something he really wasn't. Because well, he was traded for, for a first, first round, round pick, pick, which so was asinine. That's always been the idea. Right? Yeah, but when he came back, I just remember everyone being like, oh, this is what's going to put you over the top. I'm like, well, I mean, you already have Moss. Yeah, Randy's probably gonna put you over. Top. You already have Welker. Yeah, it's probably gonna be Randy. And obviously, and then don't forget Deion Branch in that Jets game, Javier. Deion Branch dropped a very vital pass oh, on that's third true, down, yeah. like wide open for a first down. Yeah, like turned his head early. Yep. one of those. Right. Yeah. So I was never the biggest Deion fan, but he did have a good career with the Pats. So he did. I don't want to knock him too much. Uh, but to that point, when they put out the all Pats team, like the all skill Pats team, that's like the weakest fucking all skill team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That Remember was. that? It was on Twitter. Yeah, it was like yeah, the yeah. worst fucking. Yeah. And then uh, who didn't even get. I think it was Deion Branch. It was like, really? Deion Branch didn't get a sniff. Because yeah. they put like Slater on there or something at receiver. I know they put Slater on a special teams guy, but there was someone. Oh, no. Amendola. Yes. Amendola was on there. Amendola was on Deion the all time yep. fucking Pats receiving team. Like, what? 
Amendola, you fucking serious? Come on. That is, yeah, that is quite stupid. Amendola, yeah. really? Yeah, that okay. is incredibly stupid. Uh, Dennis checking in. Hey, guys, will you ever finish the book? No, man, we're not going to finish the book. The book has passed. The yeah, book was that, fun. That, it was that. a very fun. I mean, we made it through like three quarters of the fucking thing. <laughs> it would have been funny if we got the recipes and we were like making those. Right? Uh, but they all looked horrible. We, oh, <laughs> what? wow. Oh, that's the one you saw earlier, right? Wasn't that the Mr. Yeah, this is uh, the replay. The, oh. goal, the goalie kicked it right into the whale. Oh, player. that second part that I missed earlier. That's yeah. right. So he kicked it right into the whale's player forward and then bricked shit <laughs> off his leg and barely missed going in. He, like, waited way too long to kick yep. it, and the uh, guy okay. was right on him when yep. he tried to kick it. That's pretty funny. Dumbass. Goalie fuckers in soccer are great. They are the best. They're always so dumb. Well, they're so, and they're so just. Well, they're so avoidable because you have all day. Mm. Like, you don't have, you know, like, there's you could see it coming from yep. a mile away. Like, the goal you guys scored the other day. Yeah. Like, you could see that coming from a mile away because goalie's so far out of the <laughs> <Yeah>. fucking. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a slow death, right? Mm. Man, that guy's really pissed off. Well, I mean, you know, these are fiery people. Turk, the Turks and the and the Welsh, yeah, both, both like to throw down. Ball game. Oh, that's right. Wales already won. What the fuck am I talking about? Just yeah. literally watch the end of that game. Uh, no, but the book was fun. That was a really good time. We got a lot of funny views when we were doing the workouts, and it's it's incredible though. You read that book, and I just, I've <laughs> it's just such the biggest ask us to yourself book ever. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, it's basically a fucking sales, sales manual. Yeah, yes, yeah, so like, it's like Tom Brady. Shit. It's like the um, well, yeah, he does have a weird relationship with who's that guy with the giant hands who's a motivational speaker, Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. Like yeah. he's a he's a good buddy of Tony oh, Brady's Robbins. Brady's fucking and, weird too. But wouldn't it, yeah. would it surprise you if Tony Robbins had a deal with the devil? I mean, look how weird he is. No, of course and not. Like, look how, yeah. look how, look how, look how, so like. His but success, to your point about Tom Brady, is inexplicable. Tony Robbins' success is completely inexplicable. Well, self-help people are just weird. Well, he's, Those not, gurus. he's not like a great-looking dude. He's weird-looking. Mm. Like I mean, he's not really. He's a giant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's like, why? why who, like his head is how enormous. How did this even happen? Right. Like, how do you start out if you're Tony Robbins? You know, what he looks like he looks like um, he looks like Frankenstein. It's, he does a little right. bit. If you're Tony Robbins, like, do you start at like local YMCA's firing people up, and then like someone sees you, they like you, and they put you on like the local circuit of. A motivational speaker. How do you, how do you get on the circuit? Uh, that's what I want to know because, like, first time I ever heard about is Tony there, like, Robbins. like the minor leagues. That's what I mean. Like when I first heard Tony Robbins, he was selling out like mega stadiums, right? Sure. So what's the path to becoming Tony Robbins? Is there like a minor leagues for this shit, or does or do you make a deal with the devil one day and the next day you're a fucking super millionaire fucking motivational speaker guy? Wow, he has a lot of legal issues. I there is no way. Like that has to be the one of the most susceptible deal with the devil careers of all time. Tony like Robbins, motivational speaker, Tony Robbins began promoting seminars for motivational speaker and author Jim Rohn when he was 17 years old. Okay, so he was working with a guy. In the early 80s, uh, he partnered with some... Yeah, so he basically just got into it as a kid and just... So he never fucking did anything except self-promotion. Yeah. Like, he never worked. Right. That's what, what I mean. Fucking, this is what deal, a fucking con. This is deal with the devil shit. Yeah. Like, this is not, like, a real life. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Seventeen years old, he just got right into the right. He That's met amazing. he met some fucking con man right. that was like great at fucking talking people <laughs> into shit, and off you go. That's awesome. Off you go. No, so anyways, yeah, check it's out like TV. Like Ron Hubbard, we did sign a guy's copy of TV Twelve. I remember that became that was funny. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. 
<laughs> that was really fucking funny. Yeah, so if you want to know, I want to go back to the call thinks I love Tom Brady. Um, well, you'd have to go pretty back into my timeline, but I, we, I once did a Tom Brady calendar. That was awesome. And that will more or less explain to you how I felt about Tom Brady while he was still the Patriot. It's a rich illustration. That of, was awesome. Of my feelings for the Pats. I think I posted every month. I think I posted you did. each month. You did. So you could probably find that, and I'll give you an idea. Yeah, it's it's very unhealthy, but it was really fun. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Incredibly healthy. It's cathartic, man. Dude, the best part. It's called dealing with your emotions. I just I get concerned about your hatred towards the Patriots sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's crazy. It's to the point where, like, I play. I love Madden. It's, like, the only video game I play. Yeah. And I'm in, like. 2037 in my franchise or something, <laughs> and the patch just went one and fifteen, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> like you would never play the like, Pats in a game, right? Fuck no! Right? I yeah. like I see. That, I think that's insane. I love that they. I love like that they suck now in my fantasy because I also I also have some weird oh, beliefs man, about so alternate realities and shit, and I believe mm-hmm. that in our sports reality, some fat fucks playing. Fucking Pats on Dynasty mode, and you know this is never going to end. And maybe he quit last year, and that's why Brady magically left. The computer was like, you know what, fuck this. Brady's leaving. <laughs> um, or, or maybe he decided to get rid of Brady, went another way for a year, and you know reacted. It was like, fuck, that was hard, and I thought, and so he went out and got all these fucking free agents to load up again with shitty Cam Newton. So I do worry that the alternate reality is a, is a real thing. So I, in my reality. The fucking Pats suck. So in someone else's reality, in a, in a in another dimension, mm-hmm. people are happy because the Patriots are terrible, like they should be. I've always wondered about that. But what happens like when you just quit a game? Like I do that all the time. You're like halfway through, you're like, oh, fuck. I this. think the co- computer sim does that. Does that realm? Do we do we destroy that realm? I think that realm probably just continues. The computer continues the simulation. Kind of just cycle. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. There's like the simulation. Good. I don't want to like be committing genocide because I are. get tired of yeah. a game. Basically killing off like <laughs> an entire like an entire fucking world, entire dimension. Fuck this, but this game fucking cheats. <laughs> no, I think that the computer probably takes over. So I'm, what I'm thinking I is like maybe that. the computer yeah. took over the sim for the Pats. Oh, okay. This so Pats it's trying, fuck. right? It's trying to learn that the right. Pats are supposed to be the good team they get because they get mac and cheese. This fat yeah. fuck got rid of Madden, whatever, mm. and is moving on. So now the computer is taking over <laughs> right. the simulation. What player is he taking over in our realm? Maybe it's Trey Young. I always think about that. Yeah, like who's he taking <laughs> over, right? Like, ja? Yeah, who's yeah? Because I mean, you never know, right? So. Trying to think of like who's a young player who might be ready to kind of or like who's a douchebag that took the Red Sox over in the year two thousand. Oh, there you go. You know, like, hmm. John Henry. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Oh gosh. Wait, I thought Finland lost one nothing. They called that offsides. Holy shit, that's a horrible call. They fucking reviewed that and called it offsides. Did they really? What? The guy got back on sides before the guy kicked it. That's garbage. Soccer is so fucking dirty. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole idea of the, the, on, the offside rules is horrible because any part of your body 
is ahead of a defender, you're offsides. It's not the whole body, which is insane. Right. It should, it should be, be hockey It should rules. be any part of your yep. body is even with the defender, it's onside. Which is hockey, right? When, with the blue line. The I hockey mean? is a yeah. blue line. The puck's got to cross before you do. Right, but you can you can be like holding your skate behind the blue line, right? Both you can. Your body can be yes. ahead of the blue line. Yeah, That's the, what it should be for yeah, soccer. Yeah, the puck right. has to cross yeah. before the entirety right. of your body crosses. That's what it should be for soccer. It's bullshit that I, like. I think if any part of you is even with the defender, it should be mm-hmm. onside in soccer. Yeah. By the way, those fucking Finland unis are nasty. But I still don't see how that fucking play was offset. I agree. I, it's just, it's just it's terrible. <laughs> Oof, that's that's a nice call. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, soccer, we were talking about this yesterday. Like, if Man, soccer those needed. Those are fucking sick. If soccer needed to be more entertaining, yep. it easily could be. They just don't need to be. No, they don't need us. They're just fat and happy. Yep. They don't give a fuck. Yep. You know? They, they don't. Like, they could us. easily make the sport. If, if you took, if you tweak that offside rule, and then I think another rule needs to happen in soccer is. Once you're inside the 18, there is no fucking offsides. Mm-hmm. You take those two rules, you make those two rules, and every soccer game is like three to two, four to three. Yeah, be fun. And it's fucking dope. Yep. But, you know. Then uh, fucking, you know, shitty teams can't score one goal early and roll around <laughs> on the ground the rest of the fucking game and try and kill, literally kill 90 minutes of clock. Yeah. It's super exciting. Yeah. The worst is when the worst is when Basically, that's, that's right. When that's, a South American team goes yeah. up one nothing in the World Cup, it's the end of the game. Right. Because they, the rest of the game they just kick mm. in the stands and roll around. You're right. It's the two worst situations that or when the US is playing one of the Central American teams and they just go down every play and pretend oh, they just got shot. That's unreal. It's not just the US team, it's every every Central American team. That's what I mean. No, I mean does if, it to like everybody. when I'm watching yeah. the US play those it's teams. Brutal. Yeah, like Mexico, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, yes, if Costa Rica makes it's it to the World Cup, it's just it's fucking unreal. Everyone just Even got the shot. South American teams too. Sure. Like Chile, sure. as good as yeah. they are, they're yeah. the biggest fucking floppers in the world. Especially man. if they're up one nothing. Oh yeah. Good night. Sorry, Worst mean. game in the world. So like make yep. the make the sport, you know, where you have to score two, three goals to yeah. win. But, you know, fuck it. They don't care. But, yeah, they don't give a shit about us. <laughs> and I like soccer. Like, we both like soccer, and this is what we we're We both saying. love it. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we so, both yeah. think it's a great sport. Mm-hmm. But, you know. All right, anyways, uh, any uh, final thoughts in regards to TB199? Mr. Thomas Brady himself. Will will be having this podcast in 10 years as, and asking if Tom Brady's still playing. Well, that would be a good question. Like, will Tom Brady's career outlive the podcast? Can he make it to 10 Super Bowls? Can he win 10 Super Bowls? Absolutely. Will he win 10 Super Bowls? I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. But, I mean, if he wins one this year, gets to eight. I mean, the league is so year to year, but again. But he's not. But like I said. He's not year to year. He's not. And like I said, with with regards to his, his division, it's also the conference. I mean, the AFC was dog shit for 20 years, for the most part. I mean, the Colts were good with Peyton, you know, and Baltimore's good sometimes, and there are a few teams, Pittsburgh is okay, but the NFC was way deeper and better than the fucking AFC for Brady's entire run in the AFC. And now, we just talked about in the NFC. Like, <laughs> who do you like in the NFC? The NFC's way down. The AFC's way better now. I mean, the AFC's way deeper than the NFC is now. So it's not only just the divisions, the fucking whole conference wilts when he shows up. Because you talk about you got Green Bay in the NFC, and then like teams like Seattle, San Francisco, maybe fucking Arizona, the Rams certainly. You've got teams like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, NFC South, uh, you know, you've got obviously Brady. No one else really looks like they're going to be that strong this year. NFC East is a fucking mess. NFC uh, North is Aaron Rodgers leaving away Ram- from yeah. being pretty bad. Yeah. So 
I mean, even if Aaron Rodgers plays, let's say he shows up late, what are they going to look like for the first quarter right. of the season? And even like Fields in Chicago, right? Sure. Like that's maybe an up-and-coming team. Oh, but and by the way, Tom Brady went on the fucking road last year and beat everyone. Right, but then compare that to the AFC, where you've got the Chiefs and the Ravens and the Titans and, you know, the Buffalo Bills now and all these fucking, like, teams that have legitimate – I think the Chargers with Herbert are going to be a lot better – You've got just much more depth in the AFC now, which was bereft of depth for the entire run of Brady's uh, run in New England. So it's not just the fucking division. It's the entire conference. The entire conference. Like the power the power uh, structure in both conferences fucking flip-flopped as soon as Brady went to the NFC. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is I mean, the NFC used to be fucking yeah. stacked every year. There'd yeah. be like six teams. Like, fuck. You know, the right. NFC's fucking crazy Even good. the beginning of last year. Right. The beginning of last year, we thought it would be like that. The NFC's that. crazy no, good. Now, all of a sudden, the AFC's got <laughs> Baltimore, Kansas City, fucking Cleveland's on the rise. Well, the AFC know. East, who knows how many of those right. teams are looking at Sure, Buffalo's legit. Yep. You know, Chargers. Pittsburgh, who knows, but the Chargers. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, you just – Indy? We didn't fucking mention right. the Colts. I mean right. – Tennessee. Tennessee. If you've got so many good teams in the AFC, you've got like a handful in the NFC. Mm. So, that whole thing flipped too. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. He knew it was coming. Yeah, he knew, or, huh? or he fucking – Or he you know, created it. Fucking – that's just how it rolls. <laughs> it is. Don't forget, this week, TV199, gear $5 off until next show. So, again, you have another week for TB19 gear at HobbsAndDanks.SellMyTees.com. What's your favorite Brady memory, though? You're the Pats fan. My favorite Tom Brady memory is easily the Atlanta Super Bowl. I mean, that is not even a question. And I – and here, we talk about this a lot. I don't know if there's really – I mean, there are. You can think of some plays here and there for Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's a lot more than just plays. He's he's just – he's a whole. He's he's a legacy, right? He's – I don't have to think about, like, that one throw he made because he's made thousands of him, right. them. And so you think about a game like that where everyone everything seems down and out. He gets that one break, and all of a sudden it's just going to go the other way. Not only that, Javi, we didn't even mention the hold and then the fucking sack at the end of the game of to really you know make it a, a, a Tom Brady yeah, All special. they had to do was run it three yeah. times. That's yeah. true. I mean, that's yep. the other part of it. Not only yep. – I mean, the fucking People stupidity, freak out. The stupidity <laughs> that went with it you know, is fucking outrageous. All you do is run three yeah. times, kick a fucking field goal. It's over. And I will say that's the – I think um, – the Belichick mystique is in that one too, with people freaking out when it comes to Belichick. I guess so, yeah. we'll see. I think it's still the Brady thing. Yeah, but you honestly, saw that last year with some of those teams that played the Pats. Bit. Yeah, I mean the Baltimore like Arizona. Ravens and stuff. But I mean, teams sometimes are down for games, right? I don't know. I mean, that's true. We'll see. And they're still getting calls, but I would say that yeah, it's the Atlanta Super Bowl. That's an easy one. I think you're right. That's got to be his greatest moment. Mm-hmm. That's got to be like of all the Brady fucking moments and all the unicorns and rainbows and all that bullshit. That's got to be it. I mean, that's the most – I mean, for me, it's certainly the most soul-crushing moment watching mm-hmm. the Pats, even though I knew it was coming for about a quarter and, and a half. It was still the most fucking – and it still and it went into OT. Yep. And it was – I remember this. I'll never forget it, how fucking hopeless that overtime was. Like, I knew again, who wins the toss? Of course, the Pats. And you knew the Falcons had – and they'd been out on the field the whole fucking second or certainly the whole fourth quarter. Their defense was completely fucking gassed, and you knew the Pats was going to walk down the field and score. And by the way, in typical Brady fashion, which always sort of gets left out, they do, right? Other teams, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, some other team, you know, fucking Drew Brees goes out there throws a fucking pick in overtime because that's who Drew Brees is. Not Brady. Brady marches right down the field. Fucking touchdown. Thanks, James White. Touchdown. Let's go. It's, you know, like I said, Brady never fucked up. 
The other <laughs> iconic moment, obviously, is the first Super Bowl, that final drive and, yeah. you know, all the lore behind it. And he's throwing to guys that, like, J.R. Redmond's of the world. It's like, what the hell? In a going game on? you guys but, had lost the lead in, too. You yep. had led the whole way. You lost it late. And then mm-hmm. Brady had the fucking stones to drive you down yeah. for a Vinatieri kick like a 50-yard field goal. And he yep. fucking drilled it. Yeah, so that, that one, I don't think it gets lost. But, again, it's just you know, from 2001. So you don't think about it as much, but that was, that was very iconic moment. And there's a lot of them. There's no doubt. And he's not all. And again, what's crazy about this, he's not done. He just, he's coming off a fucking Super Bowl win. And he's one of, he's the, a favorite. He's one of the favorites to win the Super right. Bowl. Again this so year. it's going to yeah. continue on. So it's, it's pretty special. Everyone should be pretty fucking, <laughs> pretty, everyone should be pretty fortunate to think what you get to see. And this is the greatest player in the history of this game. Do you think anyone like, do, I don't think people can r- grasp, Grady, what Brady's done in the present. Do you think they will in the future? I hope they do. It's so absurd. I hope they do. I mean, I, I, and I wonder how, of like, like 50 years from now, do people look at football when it's been gone for however many years? Like, oh, man, those guys were like gladiators and Tom Brady Oh, of was course. Yeah, so. But imagine, like, does he almost won too much? Like, had he gone to, like, eight championship games and won six Super Bowls, would he? Would his lore actually? Be I don't know. Let's say he wins. Let's say he wins eight to ten, and no one gets more than like four. <laughs> like, yeah. So he's always going to be looked upon as that. I mean, don't forget me. People were looking at. Like, but I think it's so it's so over the top that people can't. Comprehend it is, but how, don't forget last year people were talking about like, well, you know, if Mahomes wins this one. He's only four away from Brady. It's like what four? Right. That's Jomon fucking Tana well, away. That's, that's the point though. Is how many guys like Mahomes are going to come along? Not come even fucking close. All of them. Right, that's All what I them. mean. So, you know, at that point, will people start to recognize what I hope Brady so. actually did? I think they, because, I think they will. Because they don't right now. I mean... I know, I know. Like the, he should be... The seven wins and the ten fucking trips and the 14 championship games. He should like, be at a level that, like, they're almost, God is on. They're almost yeah. so ridiculous that people can't understand them. Yeah. No, that's why right. I wonder if people, like, conceptualize greatness better if he'd actually won less. Like, if he had eight trips, six wins, mm-hmm. would people, like, have a little more, like, of a grasp on what he's done? Because it, it, it's almost like... It's so huge, you can't fucking, you can't, like, put your arms around it. You're like, it's too big. Sure. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it, Hav. We'll see how much longer he can go. Probably another 10 years. I'm telling you. incredible. It's at least another three. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. saying that I don't think there's almost any doubt. I mean, could you imagine the season after this one being his last? No. I can't either, so... No, I think he plays. I'm at least he's another. playing at least another, including this season. He's playing at least three more seasons. I agree. I think he signs at least another contract, maybe like a two year, and we'll see. Yeah. Maybe he goes one to one to one. I don't know, but I I think he does sign another contract. I do too. Yeah. 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 So. All right. We got to thank our sponsors. Main yes, Man we Flavors. do. Mainmanflavors.com. Thank you so much to Mainmanflavors.com. Benny and the boys uh, making some great hot sauces, relishes, a great blueberry teriyaki sauce. You can find it online. Mainmanflavors.com. And you can also find it in specialty stores all up and down the main coast. Yeah, and I just want to say something. Uh, Benny's been one of my better friends for about 20 years now, and uh, they – they kept going through the pandemic and everything, and obviously with uh, small businesses struggling and, and everything, uh, they've continued to sponsor us and have stuck through us through all of it. So if you do get a chance to support uh, local stuff like that, and, and specifically, obviously, Made Man Flavors, uh, do it. They're really good guys. Uh, Benny's a you know good old boy from from Millinocket, and uh, like I said, I've known him pretty well now for about twenty years, and uh, you know they they stuck through us with all of this craziness through the uh, pandemic and. 
obviously some of their sales go to restaurants and stuff. So they've been able just through like hard work to uh, keep this thing going and, and keep it, uh, keep it alive. So if you're out there and you like hot sauces, and you haven't tried their stuff yet. Uh, give it a shot, man. Give it a shot. You'll like it. It's legit. They're, they're, um, there ain't right is a legit habanero sauce, which is really delicious. Uh, it's spicy if you like that, but it's it's really good. It's tasty, and then uh, people love the fucking blueberry, uh, the blueberry habanero too. It's really not that hot, but it's sweet. And it's really good. So uh, you know, just if you have a chance to support those guys, do it because they're good dudes. They're mainers, uh, and they've uh, you know they fought through all this bullshit to uh, to to keep going. So that's cool. And like I said, we may we should have another. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that we have another uh, sponsor coming on soon in the next few weeks. So Very cool. That'll be cool, too. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget to check out, of course, again, HobbsandDanks.SellMyTees.com. All TB199 gear, $5 off until next Friday. Uh, let's let's hit that intro, outro one last time yeah. to get the hell out this of here. This is a masterpiece, by the way. This is some of your best work. <laughs> So All right, here to do. We are out of here. Enjoy one nine nine weekend again. Hobbs and Dinks. Have fun com. golfing this weekend, buddy. Oh yeah, golf trip next week. Next week's podcast Ooh, probably yeah, be because this is in Wednesday. Part, <laughs> in part about the golf trip. So. Nice. That's always fun. Um, Check out HobbsandDanks.SellMyTees.com. Like Danks mentioned, uh, five bucks off all TB one nine nine stuff. So if it's a T-shirt, tank top, long sleeve uh, hoodie, whatever. Hate for someone to hit a ball off a tree and get hit in the face or something like that, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. That wasn't a ball. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so check out the TB199. So five bucks off all week on TB199 week. And, uh, Danks mentioned this earlier, but we have a new t-shirt out. Be a Timmy, not a Tuca. Mm-hmm. Obviously the Shaft stuff, the Bearhawk stuff, the CCCP, Niesen stuff, and, uh, BSP, uh, stuff too. So I think that's everything. Did I miss anything? I think that's all of it, right? That'll do it. There's quite a catalog now for you to choose from. Yeah. If you're a pretty BSP wild. fan. So. Pretty wild. You can, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I, I might not have any shirts that aren't BSP shirts soon here because I have one, at least one of all of them. So. All right, we are out of here. Actually, I have a couple coming in the mail soon. Nice. More. We yeah. are out of here. Oh, check us out on Instagram too, right? Yep, Instagram, B Strength Pod, Twitter, B Strength Pod. Always send us emails, brutestrengthpod at gmail.com. Thank you. All right, we're out of here. See you. I'd like to introduce... My uh, starting quarterback from this past season, Tom Brady. Hey, we need a big championship drive. That's what we need. Got to start competing, huh? Start playing the tire, all of us. Hey, come on now, fellas. I just remember being there with my mom and dad. Sorry about that. Anyone who's struggling early in the morning or late at night in pursuit of your dream, keep going because will always finds a way. Let's let them hear it all the way down to Atlanta. We're still here. We're still here. We're still here. I mean, I did pliability this morning on my son whose leg was sore. I didn't hold to the ball in any way. Do you consider playing beyond 45? Yeah, definitely. I would definitely consider that. Which of the race do you like the best? The next one. The next one's the best. <laughs>